What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. Thank you for supporting my pillow, Relief Factor, and The Ledger Report. All right, Mr. News, hit! Next on the Ledger Report, these are the darkest days in U.S. history, ladies and gentlemen, from the economy to the attack on the border to forced vaccinations. Mike Lindell joins me to talk about how and where to fight back. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. A time before cable. When the local anchorman reigns supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. Thousands of migrants carrying their children, holding bags filled with food, water, and clothing, overwhelming the town of Del Rio. Officials describing the border as pure chaos as more than 14,000 people wait to be detained. Congressman Tony Gonzalez says it's the worst he's ever seen. It's as if there's a flash mob here in Del Rio. The Department of Homeland Security now coming up with a new strategy after officials in Texas have been calling on the Biden administration to take action. The Del Rio port of entry has temporarily been closed. Del Rio Mayor Bruno Lozano says Thousands of migrants have been waiting under the Del Rio International Bridge to be processed. It's sending a message that 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 leadership needs to step up and stop the cross traffic here in our community as well. And they really need to take action on their side to limit the access that unlawful entry is 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 presenting itself. Part of the plan also calls for more U.S. personnel at the border and relocating migrants to other locations to be processed. Some are going to Arizona. Others are going uh, to California. Others uh, may be going to Laredo, we were told. Uh, but one thing that we know for a fact, and that is there's nothing but uncertainty and indecision by the Biden administration about exactly what they're going to do. Stop tape. This is chaos, ladies and gentlemen. It is absolute chaos at the border. It is out of control. 99.9% of America doesn't know this is going on. But for a few reports, and every once in a while, the, the nightly news or online coverage will swerve into it with some god-awful angle about some woman from Guatemala suffering. 
because she's pregnant and tripped and fell or got stung by bees at the border. Completely ignoring that there are 10,000 Haitians. Where did the Haitians come from? How did, they, how did the Haitians figure out to get through Mexico or however they did it? Through Honduras and then Mexico, whatever. And then trek their way to the border. Because they know that the border is wide open. They know that Joe Biden is derelict of his so-called duty. He's the occupant of the White House, so technically it's his duty. He's occupying the Oval Office, so technically it's his responsibility to enforce the laws of the land passed by Congress. Article 1, Section 8 of the United States Constitution gives Congress the duty, not just the authority, the duty to regulate, back then they called it naturalization, a.k.a immigration, a.k.a. security at the border, and the orderly effort to allow people into this country on our terms. Those are not our terms. Allowing, it doesn't matter the color of their skin, black, brown, white, purple, short, tall. It's up to us, the American people, to determine who comes into our house? Just as it is up to you to allow who comes in your front door. It is up to us, the American people, to decide who comes in our back door. We should be none. Nobody should be coming in our back door. None. Zero. Nada. Which was the goal of the Trump administration. And the goal of building the wall along the border. Zero should have zero tolerance for anybody trying to violate our sovereignty. All of those Haitians, all of those people from Guatemala, all of those people from Honduras, all of those people from Mexico who are coming across our border are violating our sovereignty. They are violating our house. This is our house. And the people of California and the people of New Mexico just sit there and say, well, we're a sanctuary state, which means we're woke and, and, and we're more benevolent than you people in Arizona or you people in Texas, writ large. There are plenty of people in Arizona who applaud this. And there are plenty of people, unfortunately, in Texas who applaud this. But most of America is not affected by this. This little town of Del Rio. Do you even know where Del Rio is? There are border towns, El Paso, Del Rio, Laredo, that are being swamped by humanity. And most of America does not know this is going on. And X amount of Americans do not care. And Y amount of Americans applaud it. The majority of Americans are detested by this. The problem is, this is a local story I just ran there. Probably out of San Antonio. I don't know what market this is out of. San Antonio is about 80 miles east of Laredo. I'm sorry, of Del Rio. About 80 miles east of Del Rio. And so that's going to be where most of these illegals end up when they violate our border through 
that town. But there are violations in El Paso and a whole host of other border cities in Texas. And, by the way, it's happening in New Mexico, and it's happening in Arizona, and it's happening in parts of California. Now, remember, California has the most secure, ironically, has the most secure chunk of the southern border. Why? Partly because of Bill Clinton. He started the most secure chunk of the border at the Pacific Ocean and started working east. Didn't go very far, about 10, 11 miles. That put up a wall, a double layer fence between San Diego and Tijuana. That the reason that was called Operation Gatekeeper in 1994. The reason Clinton did that, and Janet Reno, of all people, by the way, is because that was the sector that was being violated the most at the time. So they put up this double layer fencing. They had apprehensions somewhere in the neighborhood. They measured them in the tens of thousands per year, per month. I, I think the, the figure was about a half a million apprehensions per year back in 91, 92, 93. They were doing bonsai runs, believe it or not. What's a bonsai run, Graham? A bonsai run, old Border Patrol agents will tell you about this, is when about 100, 200 people amassed in the lanes of traffic, the, 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 the traffic of cars that cross from TJ into San Diego. And these people would just, in mass, run. They would just run across the border, knowing that the numbers were on their side. Now, since then, an and, and X amount would get through. X amount would be caught, and Y amount would, would get through. The numbers were on their side. Bonsai runs, they call them. Now, since then, some measures have been put into place that makes it a lot harder for that to happen. I haven't heard of these bonsai. But the bottom line is, these people will do anything to violate our sovereignty. And by definition, they are criminals! They're criminals, Joe Biden! You're allowing criminals into our country. I don't know if they have a record in their country. They might be double criminals. But the fact that they're violating our sovereignty, our laws, they are criminals by definition, California! You're not a sanctuary state. You are complicit to violating federal law. These are the darkest days this country has ever seen. And we're living through it right now, ladies and gentlemen. This attack at the border, this attack on your fundamental right to control your body, aka forced vaccination. This is forced vaccination. And it's not even a vaccine. It's an experimental medical device that we don't know what the long-term effects are. We don't know how bad it's going to be. I just saw something from the New England Journal of Medicine that buried a fact in there. This little factoid that if you're 20 weeks pregnant or less, okay, you're a pregnant woman and you get the jab, the so-called vaccines for COVID-19, if you are 20 weeks pregnant or fewer, there is an 82% chance that you're going to have a miscarriage. Do you believe this? I'm not making this up. Go look it up. Go verify it. I'll try and put it in the show notes. I didn't have it lined up in the show notes, but if I remember, I'll stick them in there. The New England Journal of Medicine said, oops, we have to make a correction. 
and I think I, I'm doing this from memory, it's pretty close, pretty accurate. It's an outrageous figure. Absolutely outrageous. It's not being reported anywhere. There's an attack. We have an attack. This attack at the border is not because of the Haitians. It's not because of the Mexicans, not because of the Guatemalans, Hondurans. It's because of the Marxist Democrats. It is an internal attack on us. It can't be happening unless the people in charge in Washington, D.C. are allowing it to happen. So this attack is not because of these illegals. This attack is an internal attack from Joe Biden and company. The vaccine, forced vaccines and forced vaccinations, that's an internal attack. Where is it written in the United States Constitution that anybody in Washington, D.C., the president on down, has the fundamental right to tell you what to do with your body, as they say, for abortion, which is wholly different, but it's the same nomenclature, isn't it? My body, my choice. Now, in abortion, just to be clear, there is another body involved there. That's another human being that you're snuffing out the life, okay? So it's wholly different, but the same nomenclature. You are an adult on planet Earth, and you have a right to determine what happens with your body. At least that's the way it's supposed to be, per the United States Constitution, and per the Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. How can you pursue happiness if you're being told that you can't go to the grocery store unless you have an experimental medical device stuck in your body. How are you pursuing life, liberty, and happiness with that edict? Yet it's happening. And the government is forcing businesses to do their dirty work. Their dirty work is force you to get this experimental medical device. All the while knowing that there are tens of millions of Americans who will always say no to this edict. So it's being used as a wedge issue to split us apart. And that brings us to the economy. The economy is now completely distorted because of the government response to this so-called pandemic, which isn't a pandemic. If you look at the numbers and you look at the definition of a pandemic, it might be an epidemic in certain areas, but it's not a pandemic. How can you have a, a pandemic when you have a 99% survival rate, effective 99% survival rate? It's a virus floating around. Whoop-de-doo. Whoop-de-doo. And there are remedies to this virus. There are prophylactics to this virus that are being shut out and shunned by the government. And I'm going to get into that in a future podcast and program. I'm going to dive deep into it, and you're not going to believe what's happening across this country in hospitals. Hospitals whose sworn oath is to make people better are not. Because of the government, because of the system that's been put in place. It's unbelievable we're living in this time where the Hippocratic Oath, so-called, is being put into a paper shredder all because of government, all because of the incentives to doctors and hospitals and hospital administrators to have a patient get sicker. 
and not better. It's unbelievable. So we're under attack there. But the economy, the economy is completely distorted now because of government. Completely distorted. And I don't know that we can ever recover. We don't have a free economy. We don't have capitalism anymore. We have some kind of fascist system now. A hybrid capitalist fascist system where the government has its tentacles in virtually every aspect of our economy now and is running up a debt that is unbelievable, uncharted territory in world history. So we have these, this is an internal self-inflicted debacle, the economy is, that's going to explode sometime not too far. We might live to see it, but certainly our children will live to see it. Darkest days in terms of our history, statues being removed, books, Dr. Seuss being removed. I don't even think you can get a copy of Huckleberry Finn anymore, can you? What about the book 1984? Is that required reading anymore? Page 155 in 1984 delineates exactly what we are living through today. Page 155 in 1984. You have a copy, dog-eared, somewhere buried in your house? Pull it out. Read it. It'll send chills down your spine. Because what George Orwell was describing there, he was describing a totalitarian Marxist regime that was existing back when he wrote the book in 1949. This was a clarion warning for society that for free societies, that if you don't get your act together by 1984, it was going to, this was going to be your society. Well, it's 2021 and this is our society. George Orwell, you were off for a couple of decades there, but you were dead on target. Page 155, read it and weep. And the elections. If we don't get the elections fixed in this country, none of this matters, right? Because we can vote for Donald Trump in 2024. Yeah, and I know we need to fix 2020 and I'm on it, okay? We'll be talking about it heavy duty. I promise you. But if we don't fix the elections, we can vote for Donald Trump and the voter fraud. We can vote for Donald Trump in 2024. But the vote ain't gonna matter because the fix is in. So really, it all boils down to election integrity. Because if we want to fix the border, we want to put a president in there who's going to enforce the law. What does it matter if there's voter fraud? And we need to talk about this with the one and only Mike Lindell. And we're going to talk in just a couple of minutes here. And that leads me to remind you that this program is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please support Mike Lindell. You support Mike Lindell. You support Graham Ledger because... If you go to Mike Lindell's site, MyPillow, and you put in Ledger in the promo code box, you will get up to 66% off. And they've got all sales going on right now. Towels and sheets and slippers. Slippers. I don't own any MyPillow slippers, but I'm thinking about buying some. I'm not a slippers kind of guy, but you know, women are, mostly. Is that a sexist comment? Sorry. Women like slippers. Women like nightgowns. I guess some men like nightgowns too. I don't know. But all that stuff is there. 
on the Mike Lindell site, MyPillow.com, Ledger, L-E-D-G-E-R, in the promo code box. Also, Relief Factor. This program is brought to you by Relief Factor. The number to call there is 833-425-7246, 833-425-7246, or go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger, and they'll get you this wonderful starter kit that is lasting forever for me. Uh, and, and, and helps relieve some of the chronic pain I have in my knuckle here, my, my left knuckle when I grip the golf club and I hit it wrong. Ooh. But the relief factor uh, helps quite a lot with that and, and my knees. My knees are starting to go. I'm a runner and I'm starting to feel it um, a little bit. You can go to GrahamLedger.com and you can um, click through to both of these uh, wonderful sponsors and you can also answer the ledger register question on GrahamLedger.com, which is more or less paraphrasing. Will a majority of Americans follow the unconstitutional edict from the so-called president of the United States and this forced vaccination? Will most Americans go for this? I, God, I hope and pray that there is pushback. I see these videos in France. I see these videos out of the U.K., I see these videos out of Down Under in Australia. Massive thousands, tens of thousands of people taking the streets saying, hell no, we will not be forced to take the jab. We're not going to be having these vaccine passports. Yet, where is that in this country? Even in red states, where is it? I'm worried. These are the darkest days. But then we have some bright spots like Mike Lindell and, and Red Voice Media. This program can be seen on Red Voice Media. And we have to stick together. I want to speak to that with Mike Lindell in just a couple of minutes here, but I have some sound bites to play. As, as Rome literally burns, as, as this country sees its darkest days, we have the White House um, doing stuff like this. There have been a lot of questions about the president's Build Back Better agenda. So I'm going to answer some of the questions that came in on Instagram. How much is this going to cost me? If you make less than $400,000 a year, it won't cost you a single penny. In fact, this is one of the largest tax cuts in American history for working families. I have three young children. What is- Stop tape. I can't, I forgot to say roll tape. I'm sorry, one demerit for me. So I'm now saying stop the tape. Stop the tape. I can't even, uh, you have the nice little music in the background and Jan Psaki, uh, you know, the nice little Marxist spokesperson for the phony president coming out here saying it's not going to cost you anything in fact it's going to be a tax cut does anybody believe that we're talking three trillion dollars does anybody believe it pays for itself if you will and that nonsense out of washington dc so instead of talking about the fact that the national debt is about to cross 29 trillion yeah 29 trillion dollars think about it when Barack Obama took office, the national debt was somewhere around eight or nine trillion dollars. It's almost 30 trillion dollars now. In what? 12 short years? 14 short years? I, my math is off. Whatever. This is insanity. Nearly 30 trillion dollars in national debt, and giant Jan Psaki's out there saying, oh, it's a wonderful tax cut for, for 50 million Americans. There are 320 million Americans, ladies and gentlemen. Half of the taxpayers in this country pay zero. Half of the taxpayers pay zero. You're going to give them a tax cut? You're going to give the people who are paying no taxes a tax cut? You know what that's called? 
That's called redistribution of wealth. And of course, they, they make the boogeyman out of corporations. Oh, we need them to pay taxes. Corporations are paying taxes through the nose. They're just doing it in other forms. You know, when you're a, a meat distributor, you're, you're putting the meat in the vehicle, you're paying gas taxes, you're paying diesel taxes, you're paying registration taxes, and then you cross state lines, you're, you're paying a duty or, or what have you, destination charges, taxes in that state, you ship from Texas to meat from Texas to California, <laughs> you don't think you're paying taxes? You're paying up to wazoo taxes. And remember that if you increase taxes on a quote corporation, what happens in a free market society or a quasi free market? They pass, that company passes, that increased taxes on you. But this boondoggle that they're talking out of, that Jan Psaki's talking about out of Washington, D.C., is a boondoggle. It's beyond just going to explode the national debt and so-called, you know, build better roads and all this crap. It's going to explode the problem at the border. It doesn't address that. It doesn't have a penny for border security and AKA the wall. It attacks your right to vote. It is a mess. Any Republican that supports this needs to be ejected from Washington, D.C. And then you have the occupant of the White House continuing to beat the drum. And this is all a distraction, ladies and gentlemen. It, it, it serves a purpose, creates angst, creates division in this country. But you have the so-called president of the United States continuing to beat the vaccination drum. Roll tape. And it's about beating this virus and it's about saving lives. That's what this is all about. And here's what Wall Street's had to say recently. Goldman Sachs. Vaccinations will have positive impact on employment. It means less spread of COVID, which will help people return to work. And Moody's, vaccinations mean fewer infections, hospitalizations, and deaths. And a turn, it means a stronger economy. Stop tape. Anybody believe this? <laughs> Anybody believe there's a one-to-one -one correlation between getting this experimental medical device jabbed in your arm and a better economy? It's nonsense. It is an absolute non sequitur, yet you have the so-called President of the United States telling us to shut up, line up, and get the jab, and everything's going to be great. Pay no attention to the VARS reporting system that has six, 700,000 adverse effects reported and a 1% reporting compliance. 600,000 times, yeah, add two zeros to that, right? So what's the actual number? Well, that would be 60 million. And 14,000 dead on the VARS reporting system? Add two zeros? What's the actual number? 1.4 million. Hey, I'm just doing the numbers. I'm going with the government numbers, and I'm telling you there's a 1% compliance. So all I'm doing is doing the math. Even though I went to a state university, I can do the math. State University in the 80s, by the way. Uh, meantime, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, who's doing a pretty damn good job. He's not 100%, and we need to make sure he stays in line, just like we did with Ronald Reagan from time to time. Hey, remember, conservative roots. 
stay the course. Don't get deviated over here. But he's doing a pretty good job. And now he's reporting that most of the patients, at least half the patients in Florida, seeking the monoclonal antibodies uh, or the monoclonal uh, injections um, had the so-called vaccine. I'm not making this up. This is out of zero hedge. DeSantis' office, over half of those seeking life-saving COVID-19 treatment in South Florida were fully vaccinated. So there you go. This is that monoclonal injections in, in people's body. And now we have Pfizer. Pfizer just came forward and said, oh, by the way, our vaccine is perfectly safe for children as young as five years old. Perfectly safe. So you know what's going to happen here. The CDC, NIH, Dr. Fauci echo chamber is going to say they're going to come out and say, well, we've decided that if you have a child who's five years old, um, you should get them vaccinated. Pay no attention to the survival rate of the Wuhan coronavirus, unvaccinated, so-called, among that age group of 99.9%. Pay no attention to that. Still get your child vaccinated, so-called. This is unbelievable. We're living in the twilight zone. I'm expecting Rod Serling to walk out from behind that curtain and, and tell me with his cigarette that I've been living in the twilight zone. This is a bad episode of the twilight zone. Go get your child, five years old, the jab. It's coming, ladies and gentlemen, it's coming. And then the schools can mandate it. You see how this is all tied together? They have no idea the long-term side effects for that five-year-old getting the jab. They have no clue. Will that child be sterile? Will that child suffer Guillain-Barre disease down the road? Will that child have Kawasaki disease? Will that child have autoimmune problems? These are all listed in the FDA slide from 2020 that didn't get out to the public, but got out to certain people like me. In the meantime, what's happening in our schools? I'll show you what's happening in our schools. Roll tape. <laughs> put yeah. the mask on. Yeah. No, you gotta put, you gotta wear it on the honey. No, you gotta keep it on. <laughs> put your mask on. There you go. Keep it right there. Yay, Mason! Yay! You feel on Mason. Look, we're gonna keep it right here. Nope. Stop the tape. This this video goes on and on and on for about two minutes. It is is hard to watch. And shame on those teachers. They are committing child abuse. And good for Mason. And my heart, I feel like crying for Mason. And you can multiply that by millions of children across this country that are being muzzled, that are being forced to breathe in their own CO2 over and over and over again, that are being forced to inject in their body all kinds of pathogens that grow on that mask. This is disgusting, but it's happening. These are dark, dark days in this country. And what do we do about it? Well, we take a deep breath, okay? I know it feels overwhelming. We take a deep breath 
And we realize we got to pick our battles, just like in a marriage, right? I was told long ago in one of my marriages uh, that you pick your battles. You can't fight every fight. You'll be fighting all the time, right? So, so pick your battles. So that's what we need to do in this situation. In these dark days in this country, pick your battles. Maybe you want to follow up on Mason and let that teacher know that you're going to file a lawsuit on Mason's behalf for child abuse. You're going, to, you're going to bring to the local police department, wherever this child is trying to go to school, and you're going to file a child abuse report based on this video. There's a good battle. Pick that one. I don't know where Mason lives. Don't ask me, please, okay? I'm just giving you an example. Pick your battles. Maybe you want to lobby Governor Abbott to say, bring out the National Guard and secure our border. You have the authority to do so and call upon all the other red states to bring their National Guard to the border too. Load the weapons, point them at the perpetrators and say, you need to turn around and go back. This is our secure border. This is our sovereign border. You can't break it. Pick your battles. That's what we got to do. And a guy named Mike Lindell has picked his battle, and that is election fraud. And he's all over it. Joining me now, the CEO and founder of MyPillow.com, Mike Lindell. Mike, I was talking to General Mike Flynn the other day, and he had a message for you and what you're doing. He said, keep at it. Keep doing what you're doing. And really, this is the message for all Americans. We all have our battles to fight in this situation, right. these very dark days in this country right now, whether it's Absolutely. fighting for children to be able to breathe and not be forced to wear a face diaper, to what you're doing and fighting to protect our precious right to vote and our franchise uh, in this country. And, and so it, it's very important that we pick our battles. It's very important what you're doing and in, in, in standing up to Dominion, because as right. you have noted repeatedly, if you don't, number one, our franchise is, is destroyed. And number two, our, our precious uh, fundamental constitutional rights are hanging in the balance as well. And so you have some new information about right. your effort to stand up to this uh, tyrant. Right. And, uh, and you know, and Graham, the, nothing's changed, everybody. I want everybody to know when we, when we set up the cyber symposium, I said our end, our end goal here is to bring everything to the Supreme Court. That has not changed one bit. What the cyber symposium did was unite all these states now. I have met with seven states separately. They're all getting on board now to be plaintiffs to go to the Supreme Court, which I'm hoping before the end of the year and uh, as fast as we can get them on board. But one, one of the things, too, is the big news right now this week, and you're going to see it breaking across all. This is the first time I've said it. We uh, at the Cyber Symposium, that's the first time we all seen the raw data. Yep. Since that, I've had other independents validate that data and dig into it. And uh, it's been validated now by independents and uh, that have had time to do this. But more, but more importantly, um, what we're finding in Colorado, there's a big thing there where we have before and after where Dominion has come in under a maintenance thing called the trusted bill. And they extract, they take out data and erase the 2020 election. Mm. And we've got them. We've got before and after. We just filed it in a report uh, in a criminal lawsuit, or in a lawsuit, I guess, um, don't know if it's criminal. I guess I shouldn't say that allegedly yet. Oh, right. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but Dominion and the Secretary of State of Colorado, they've started this where they're going into county clerks, they're going in there, pulling this stuff out of the, out of the uh, machines. Now, it violates federal law, 
Colorado law, and it violates all these lawsuits that Dominion's had against over 200 people and networks, great outlets, people that are afraid of their afraid that they're going to get sued and these threatening letters. Right. So all of that, you have to preserve evidence. Right. And guess what? They're not preserving evidence. And I told my lawyers, they don't care. They're criminals. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. And so uh, this case is going forward um, yeah. and it's it, it may be taken to the highest level. And, and and that's so that's happening on that. end. in the meantime, as you said, you've you you've brought in other states. You were in Alabama recently to look at yep. uh, how they voted. Uh, we right. know that uh, they've secured in various states, Florida and things like that. So it's important for all of this to be pulled together. You know, I think the framers of the Constitution never envisioned what we're living through in these very no. dark days no. uh, here, right. uh, Mike. And um, I think if they had, if they had an inkling that any of this cheating was going to be going on, they would have enshrined in the Constitution um, things like uh, voter ID, you know, if they had the right. forward thinking. Right. But, but well, we have to fight this battle. We have to fight this battle at your level in the in the third branch of government courts. But these right. legislatures in Arizona and in Pennsylvania and in Georgia and in Wisconsin, Michigan, they need to stay the course and do the right constitutional thing here, too. Absolutely. And and what the what they did probably envision it when they wrote our Constitution was the age of the computer. Right. Remember, all 50 states were affected. The number one state hacked was California, 1.6 million votes, uh, Texas, 1.1 million, and Florida, 1 million. You can find all that here on frankspeech.com when uh, or on my new platform, frankspeech.com. But I want to tell everyone this. I have been, since the Cyber Symposium, rather than rely just on those six states, and you are right, they should pull down their legislature and stay the course. But I've been meeting with your Alabamas, your Floridas, your Missouri's, the red states, and showing them, hey, it happened with you guys too, and they can't believe it. And they have Alabama has some of the most secure, safe election, but they got a hundred thousand votes taken there. So it, it's across the board. We're all in this together. Everyone's open to it now too, because they see the terrible things that November third has manifested to, where people are, you know, you've got Afghanistan, the borders, you name it. It is. Everything goes back to the November 3rd election. We need to fix 2021st, and then we can fix all these things. There's horrible stuff going on. One of my messages, uh, Mike, is that we all need to stick together. And yep. um, that is those of us who are patriots and those of us who care about the United States Constitution and our precious freedoms enshrined and protected in the Constitution. And one of the ways uh, we can do that is to support uh, your effort at Frank Speech. You know, your your platform, Frank Speech, was uh, mercilessly attacked when it <laughs> launched, and your your folks were working behind the scenes because you, you know you have graciously allowed me to be a little bit behind the scenes and, and be part right, of the content right. there. Right. And but you've got it stabilized now, and people should go there for very valuable information. Right, absolutely. We've got over just shy of five million people on board now, and. Uh, that's growing every day. We need to have a voice where we can speak out. People that can talk about machines and vaccines, or you're not, or you can talk about Jesus. I mean, so many churches I talked to, I just spoke, I did in Florida, this evangelical conference, and so many of them have been censored on YouTube and Vimeo and these places. So this is a big thing where we're all we're all in it together where we can get our voices out there and talk about these things because you can have great things going on and North Dakota, you don't even hear about down in Florida or vice versa or all over the country. 
and also bad things that are going on. All of a sudden, the bad media hits it with, and we're going, what just happened? Yep. You know? Yep. So this is very important at frankspeech.com. And, and uh, uh, we're, we're glad that you're there. That the, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to push you right down the middle section here. I, I was just looking on there. we got to get you front and center. All right, you have all such right. a great, great show. And great maybe show. I, can, I can come on uh, your program there one of these days. Uh, and, and yeah, for sure. We, things. we yeah. can schedule something like that. But also, before I let you go, uh, Mike, you've got something called My Store developing on MyPillow.com. Right. This is a what I mean, in a, in a nutshell, you would say this is Americana merchandise being sold through my store. Right. It's mystore.com. This has been a couple years in the works, too. And and it, right now it's connected to my pillow. We are going to break that and have its own platform. I wanted to fight Amazon. Uh, so many entrepreneurs from our country have great USA made products and they get taken on Amazon or people copied Amazon. Believe me, they don't care about the entrepreneur. Nope. And uh, so this is a great thing right now. It's hooked up to, uh, uh, to my pillow and, uh, heck the, and that's why we're using it with your promo code. You can get the up to 66% off those great entrepreneurs and support them and support these platforms. So if I had a product, uh, Mike, that was uh, made in the USA, uh, say ballpoint pens, uh, I could go right. in there and sell them. Absolutely. And you can, we've got a place for entrepreneurs. You can sign up, go to mystore.com, go down to the bottom and you can apply your product in there, put it in there. And we onboard you. What we do is we do a little bit of, uh, we don't just let anyone up there. We do, we make sure that they're, they are what they say they are. So we keep out the bad actors that try and copy and take down our great entrepreneurs. Excellent. Well, Mike, uh, thank you. Uh, America, patriotic Americans, thank you. And, and God bless you. Keep up the great work. And keep us informed and we'll continue the dialogue and we'll continue to support each other because that is my yep. message, my number one message. We have yep. to communicate among ourselves and we have to support each other in these very, very dark times. Absolutely. The media, everybody, is the biggest block we have. Yep. And I've said it before, shame on Fox. Is that legal to say on your show? Absolutely. Shame on Fox. I mean, they block more when they don't talk is what they don't talk. Right after the election, they don't talk. Last summer, they don't talk about therapeutics and good things that were out there. Yeah. And them not talking is almost as bad as the media that that hammers us every single day and bad mouses. And don't forget calling Arizona uh, prematurely. Yeah, and calling helping, it. Exactly. Helping yeah. this fiasco. Mike Lindell, uh, yeah. thank you. And we'll be in touch. We'll stay in touch with you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Graham. Thank you. God bless. So we have to stick together. Those of us who are patriots, those of us who understand liberty, those of us who crave freedom, those of us who want to protect our rights enshrined in the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, we must stick together and must communicate together. This program, please share it. Please let people know there are other people out there like them. And I'm not just trying to get more views on this program. This is the way we must operate right now. And you want to understand that people like General Flynn and Mike Lindell are working right now, you may not know about it, some of the things that are going on, but they're working right now to combat, fight back, and give alternatives to the mainstream media, the Marxist Democrat machine and their unholy cabal, and big tech. So there are efforts out there to beat back these elements, constitutionally based efforts that you will know about, maybe you already know about. Frank's speech is one. 
and we need to support each other and we need to communicate with each other. We are that silent majority that is being silent no more, little by little by little. And hopefully we'll see some of these marches that we've seen in Australia, here in this country, especially in so-called blue states. I hope. But we need them in red states too. Marches serve a purpose. There's a time and a place for rallies and marches. They're wonderful. But in the end, we have to activate ourselves to pick our battles, pick our fights, think of little Mason there in that video, and go for it. Defend your constitutional rights, defend your family's constitutional rights, and defend the future generations in this country's constitutional rights. It is our mission, it is our job in these very, very dark days, the darkest days in United States history. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I am right. <laughs>